Hi, is uh, is this thing on? Hello? Okay. Well, my name is Cheyenne Tyler Jacobs, and I am the host of As I Was Saying Podcast. Consider me your best friend that's not just going to let you sit there and think problematic thoughts. So sit back, relax, make sure you're following us on Instagram, As I Was Saying Podcast. Follow me, she will speak, and let's get it popping on this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another week of As I Was Saying Podcast. I am your host, Cheyenne Tyler Jacobs. Thank you again for stopping by. You already know how it is. If you're a new listener, thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you subscribe. I hope you have I have you as a longtime listener. And if you want to my more seasoned folks, you already know what it is. Okay, so whoa. Last week's episode um was, you know, how I've been doing. It's been a lot. I am happy though I got to see my family this past weekend. It was unfortunate times that brought us together. However, I am very blessed that we were all able to, you know, come together to celebrate the life of my grandfather and continue to do that, right? I've been talking to so many people on what is happening in this world to think that we are in the seventh month of 2020 and it feels like we've been doing this for years, right? And it's about, what, month five of COVID-19. And I see a lot of people always saying, you know, when we get back to this normal, I'm going to do this. When we get back to this normal, I'm going to do that. When we get back to normal, normal, normal. First and foremost, there is no such thing as normal. And I have two responses to that. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. One, normal is normal is gone. But whatever you felt was normal as how our country was operating, as how the world was operating, no longer exists. I personally feel like getting any back to a sense of whatever this quote-unquote normal people felt was might have been like an April, I'm even giving maybe a May option. But now that we in January, that's out the window. It's too late. We is no going back. It's kind of like when um you getting your hair done. I don't know if anybody ever gotten box braids and it's like, you know, they do like maybe 10 braids and you look at it and it's like, you know, there, there's hope. You, you might be able to be like, Hey, you know, I don't really like the sizing of this. Can we relook at it? I, I've worked with some braiders who it's like, they will purposely do maybe five braids to be like, yo, is this what you want? We can go back on that. But if I did like a quarter or half your head says, these, these are the braids you keep and ain't nobody undoing and putting them back. Right. So right now we are like halfway We are actually more than halfway through 2020. So we are halfway through a box braid, you know, set right now, right? So that's number one, is no going back. Number two, why do we want to? See, I believe the reason why we are so pressed to get back to this quote unquote freaking normal of whatever our world was operating on is because it had so many distractions, because it was so surface level, because we could do these activism and empowerment and enlightenment conversations and and keep them very surface you know we didn't have to really dive deep into what was happening because it wasn't really a pressed issue if it did not impact you personally even though everything impacts us personally I see so many organizations who have been doing what they were doing for years and have never talked about racism the way that they've talked about racism today I've seen organizations put together these events, put together these protests, put together these fundraisers to donate to certain, you know, um, Black Lives Matter or 
bail funds or all these different organizations. And it's like, yo, y'all know these organizations were here two or three years ago, right? Like these organizations did not just come out of anywhere. They've been here. And I think it just shows that number one, I'm not trying to shame people for just recognizing what has been happening today. I do believe that everyone is always learning. Listen, I am not the person I am today without learning, without people showing me different things, without people challenging my thoughts. But I do think we had a whole international wake up. Like, really think about it. We are in a global, global, we were in a global pandemic global meaning everybody in the world had this thing happen to them at the same time right globally black lives matter protests they were global protest international protest right even people said like when you go back to the civil rights movement it was never an international thing as it was today like like Everything that's happening is happening for a reason. And I think one of the biggest reasons is we have so little distractions. And that is why our administration is trying to put these things back into place to create this quote unquote normalcy that we had. And it's not, you know, to do anything outside of distract us. Think about it. We're in a pandemic. Everything, I mean, it should have shut down more. That's my opinion. But Everything shut down for most people more than it ever has. Couldn't go anywhere, couldn't really do anything. You know, people's jobs were placed at home. People had to wear mandatory things. I know even though people still went into work during the pandemic, I still went into work during the pandemic. I know a lot of people who, if their job didn't, you know, let them work at home, their job may be a minimum rearrange people's work schedules so they tried to keep as few people in the office as possible so instead of you coming in five days a week it's like you came in two or three and it's like you stayed there for a longer time that way it's like boom it's like you work with only these five people and then these five people only work with each other so it's like we're only worried about five people and not like 10 people at one time but everybody though for the most part was was just home like even though I went into work every day I can honestly say honestly say I never realized how easy it was and how much I just got up like how much I really was just like oh I'm gonna go to the store today and just got up and went you know didn't even think about it didn't think twice didn't plan it just just went I didn't think about how something as simple as me just going to go get food with a friend like oh hey let's just go over here and we just sat there and we just ate I didn't think about how I didn't even think about hanging out with people. Let's just start there. You know, I didn't just, I just called somebody up and was like, oh, are you busy? Oh, are you here? Yeah, I'm gonna pull up. Give me 10 minutes, right? And now all of those things we have to think about or we can't do. Like, I don't just hang out with anyone. I barely hang out with people as a whole. But, you know, you ain't gonna catch me out here, everybody. Like, I'll really be looking. Like, if you out here and you had no mask on, you was at bars in the, no, mm mm-mm. We cannot chill. We cannot chill at all. You need to self-quarantine before you even think about coming over here, right? But to think that we were just doing these things, didn't even think about them, and now either we can't or at minimum we're really weary of what these activities look like. It made us more aware of what was happening in our lives. It made us more aware of the struggles of other people that we might not have even taken two seconds to read about. Black Lives Matter 
as a movement honestly goes even past, you know, the 2000s. You know, we have the civil rights era, but like if we want to get technical, all that, it's Black Lives Matter, right? But for me, being 25 years old, if we're talking about this time period, this organization started about seven years ago. These movements have been happening. These protests have been happening. But because of the pause and the lack of distraction, we were able to rally all these people together. I've had people be in my DM who genuinely were like, I didn't know this about history. I didn't know this about this. I didn't know, you know, our government did this. I didn't know our government did that, right? And to think we all are in the same world. We are all in a minimum in this country. We are all in the same country. We don't even know what happened on this land. One of my uh, tweets that I posted like a while ago, I might post it again, was that, being black in America is literally learning two histories. I know the history that they taught me in school to pass the test and knowing the history that actually happened. And that's exactly how it feels. It literally feels like you're living in two worlds. Like the world where you talk to your friends and your coworker, like, oh my God, da da da. And then the world where you talk to everybody else, where it's like, oh yeah, though so and so discovered America. And you just like, we really gonna keep teaching this, right? Mm hmm. Bet. We ain't got no more distractions. People have time to learn what really happened. Our government is is a little mad about that because, and this is why I say we'll never go back to normal. I think people know too much for it to ever be normal, right? We have people, I think, I think it's July, pretty sure it's July, um, is like disability celebration, celebration month, like being aware. I apologize if I got that, if I got that wrong. I'll try to actually look it up right now. But July, I saw a whole thread of someone talking about, you know, people within um, the disability community, like things such as healthcare. And it's like, yo, I know, like, you know, a lot of times you can't get married or live with a significant other because then your, you know, disability aid like goes down. I'm just like, what the hell? Like, who comes up with this stuff? Why? Big thing. Everybody was working from home, right, during the pandemic. Or not everybody. I didn't work from home during the pandemic. But a good amount of people, a good amount of jobs where it's like, if you could work from home, they're like, go home. You know how many people were told that they could not be accommodated by working from home? And basically a country that felt that these able-bodied folks, like, oh my God, we don't want them to get sick. Let's send everybody home. Hmm. Thought you said we couldn't work from home. Thought you said people couldn't take certain classes online just that right there look at a whole community that essentially like we just ignored and this country just gave a big f you to and how quickly that that shit changed with this global pandemic right people people can work from home people can go to school at home right so we got that black lives matter started started not, I don't even want to say the word trending because I feel like trending is very, it, people are being so performative about it. But Black Lives Matter grew, like I said, to an international movement. You have jobs, companies, oh, we believe Black Lives Matter. We celebrate in Juneteenth. And it's like, really? How many black people do you have in leadership? Question mark. How quickly 
can someone black progress in your company? Where are they at on the board? I don't see anybody black on this board. So what do you mean black lives matter? Like if you mean we shouldn't kill black people, I think that's an obvious one. Like you, you shouldn't have to say that. When I'm saying black lives matter, um, we matter as far as, yes, you shouldn't kill us, but we matter in business. We should be on boards. We deserve education. We deserve equal access. We deserve equity. And I feel like people like, oh, wait a minute, you mean Black Lives Matter like that? Yes, we ain't talk about not shooting at people. That should, that's an obvious one to me. Some of y'all still on that, right? We see that. Also in the workplace, because I think of the workplace was was so much for people, right? And this is the biggest one that I think bothered me. We realize that we need to stop acting like when you walk into your job, it erases everything that's happening in the real world. Just because I clock in and in this job does not mean I clocked out at life. Outside my window is still a pandemic. Outside my window is still black people being lynched, being killed, police brutality, Black Lives Matter. Outside this window, there are people still being disproportionately treated by police, by the school system, by the medical field. Black women are still dying of high mortality rates when giving birth. Outside my window, there are children and families right now at borders in cages and Trump is trying was trying to like kick out international students and 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 trying to revoke citizenship for people for a uh, folks that were born of immigrants here. And it's like we have school shootings. We Outside my window is a lot of shit. And I don't know why you think, because I clocked into work, all them problems go away for eight hours. No, if anything, it's worse because I'm sitting here trying to not let these things phase me, even though it, it directly impacts my community. And that's one a lot of people have been challenging their workplaces. And I've seen a lot of workplaces being honest with what's happening because we have to. If you really care about your employees and your in your community of whatever job you're in, you can't sit here and ignore what's happening outside. I know plenty of people. I know plenty of people who actually left their jobs within these last few months because they're sitting there like, so you're not going to mention anything that's happening. Like, it's obvious that we have shit going on in this world and the fact that you're not even going to take five seconds to be like hey we see what's happening we acknowledge what's happening and you know we see we hear you and let us know what we can do to support it that says a lot mental health is anybody really going to talk about that? Because like three weeks into this pandemic I was like so when we going to talk about the mental health I've talked to so many people so many people Who've, who've been on every side of this pandemic, people who are in the medical field, people who've been sick, you know, who unfortunately um, contracted or got COVID, people who haven't even stepped outside, people who I feel like, you know, are a, a good amount of us who are trying to balance everything. Mental health is, a, oh my gosh, mental health. I have many people who work in the medical field that even caught COVID. And the biggest thing they said is, yes, it, it hurts your body. It literally, like, it's in your body. It is an illness as a whole. So it, it does things like any illness does. However, the biggest thing, the biggest thing a lot of people said that got to them even more or as equally as the illness was the mental health aspect, was knowing that you got an illness that is the center of 2020, it is a global pandemic, and really not knowing if you're going to live or die. And the mental anguish that you're in. 
Think about that. I, I know people who have not left their house to avoid the pandemic. And although we might think, oh, that's good. You shouldn't be going outside anyway. Um, it is proven that we are like, first of all, we need sun. We as people like seasonal depression, for example, is a real thing. When the earth, when the sun goes away and it gets cold and it's more dark, your mind has that circadian rhythm. It's like, okay, it's dark. We're tired. We're more lethargic. And when you have those spaces of being still more often and it's just not so much being still because being still is positive you know meditation everything but seasonal depression can bring up just the season itself a lot of those you know depressive or anxiety emotions and you know what's happening so look at for example seasonal depression what happens in these fall winter months you have a lot of holidays people assume these are the happiest times of the year not for everybody right But look at what's happening, even though it's summertime now and it's supposed to be all sunny and everything. Look how many people can't even see their loved ones. Think about that. And even if we can see our loved ones, we can't hold people like we like we can. Like if you have people that are immune compromised or or older people, you might not be able to hold them. You might not be able to hug them. You might might not be able to be in the same shared space as them as far as like formally being closer than six feet. Really think about that, y'all. Like we are separated and you know yes it's we have all this technology but even they i think it was like a few months ago they said they think which i i believe that you know technology although it's helpful it also hurts because it reminds your brain that it's like you're here but we're separated from a screen and at the end of the day yo it's proven people who in solitary confinement for like yo no more than 24 hours will literally start hallucinating and 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 mentally start breaking down solitary confinement for less than 24 hours if you were in a room by yourself no interaction no talking right and it's like i said granted we do a lot of people have technology they have outside um people they can talk to people go to work people live with people a lot of the time so you do have these people but eventually being inside or being separated from the people you love gets to you i know it got to me i'm happy that i live with family but i my immediate family is over 800 miles away and it was really hard to under to again know that we are in a global pandemic and not be able to see these people that you love and care about right and so boom you have all of that all of that I really I know people who are slipping right now because they're they just have not been outside and they they're like I'm afraid but it's like I've been in and inside this whole time so it's like I don't even know what to do on the outside and The reason why I say there is no normal and we don't need to go back to it is because our government does a really good job with projecting issues onto the general population. And of course, if you're one of these anti-mask people, you know, I ain't wearing a mask, I ain't doing this. Yeah, mm -hmm, I'm mad at you because you the reason why this shit's still spreading, right? But like I've been telling people, I'm trying not to be mad at individuals because, yo, for myself, think about it. And a lot of people's jobs are like this, or especially like people right now who are these frontliners in like the medical field, like they ain't stopped. Like they got noticed, hey, there's a global pandemic. People are going to come in here and like have this very, very uh, sick disease that apparently like anyone you can contract it, it's possibly airborne. Think about that. That was your briefing, your update. And then it's like you, you just, you just continued work. No one got to, a lot of people did not get to pause. So for many of us, the idea of, being inside it like like I said for me I just kept going actually I was speaking to one of my co-workers and we personally believe 
that because we got to go to work, it actually helped to, to balance out our mental health. And I actually, the more I think about it, the more I think it's true. I think if I would, because home is your safe space. Home is your escape and your debriefing from the outside world. And to have my home also now double as a place where I work in a, in a global pandemic. Again, I'm totally for remote work. Actually, I, I think it's something that can work more with my schedule. But to work from home in a pandemic and to basically feel like you're just trapped inside, again, the mental health aspect. So for us, you know, going out, we think really did help with that. But think about the fact that some people never got to slow down. I've heard so many people, you know, and I think we're coming at each other because we want this to end. But we have to realize at the end of the day, nobody, I, I we are single individuals. The only thing we can control is our actions. We cannot control the fact that, let's call it what it is, our government basically wants the world to be open, this country to be open, without actually doing any of the work to slow it down and put it back on us. I am, we we cannot control full states. We can't. We can't. And I think right now, that is why I'm choosing to just redirect my frustration and my anger and do what needs to happen to put the pressure on our administration to do what's right. Because... Again, you you and your family and your group of people could do what's right, but if you go into the grocery store and you have this Karen that feels like she ain't got to wear a mask and it's like your state said, well, technically you don't have to wear a mask, you can't, like, and somebody, let's say, in your group of people gets sick, it's like, oh, well, you should have done, they needed, they needed to go to the grocery store. They can't control the fact that their state, their administration, their governor, their X, Y, and Z does not feel that having mandatory laws is mandatory. And I think that's where we are. I think within this pandemic, we are just we are just so ready for it to be over that anybody that we feel like is not following directions, it's like, why are you doing that? Which again, I agree with. But I'd also like to say, this is why I feel like we can't go back to normal because we're literally watching. We're watching our country choose economic benefit than people's lives. How Betsy and Trump going to say open up the schools of only 0.0 what? It was two or to four students are going to die. And that that's four, that's over, that was like 14,300 students. What? How you just say we just like, the, like yeah, you know, it's only 14,000 students are going to die. That again, we know too much. We've literally seen too much of how our administration and how this country really feels about us to go back to whatever this normal is and you know I have been off social media as y'all know I took that that week off but I I've actually like I think been really okay with not being on social media to be completely honest but I like going on to see people you know give their opinions or give these quotes give these 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 even tweets that kind of make me go hmm I was speaking to my mentor Astrid the other day about the school system and basically I saw a post that I think really reflected what I was trying, like what we were trying to say where the person was like, listen, you can't open up these schools with no plans and you got to be honest with why we're doing this. Schools act as a gap to the workforce. You want to start like basically she was like, yo, call it what it is. Y'all want to start the economy back up, but you realize you can't because a big component of this workforce has children and they can't go into work if daycares and schools aren't open. So you're trying to push for them to be open. You don't care about the children's education. And I was like, you know what, sis, thank you for saying that because I'm like, I feel like that's exactly what I was feeling, but I didn't know how to word it. She right. 
they don't care about our children's education. They care about the fact that the economy is still not where they want it to be. And it's like, well, what? why are people not at work? Because a lot of people honestly just chose unemployment. Or like I said, I know people who just quit their jobs just outright. Outright. And we're just like, nah, I'm home. Like, I'm not dealing with this. I'm not dealing with these jobs disproportionately picking what they want to talk about. And I have family to take care of. So... You cannot say, oh, like, like it said, let's just open it, open it up, you know, so people can go, kids can go to school. There's no fundamental plan. What is the plan for that? Why is it that y'all got the NBA, whoever in Disney World? Why is Disney World open? Like they said, Disney World open, but its corporate art offices are closed. That should show, that should tell y'all everything y'all need to know about how we, about how they really feel. The corporate people ain't going into this. Listen, I'm a big believer right now. I'm challenging people. If your boss and your director say to do X, Y, and Z and they not coming into work, challenge them. Like, will you come in to work and we could do this together? But I know that was a bit of a rant. I enjoy my rant. I feel like all all I wanted to do since 2020 was rant. But with all of these things happening, from our children to the workplace, to the medical field, to our mental health, there is no more normal. We will never go back. We know, we literally know too much. We've known, we've seen, we've experienced too much. And we are calling for change. I don't want normal. Like, I don't want the way our world used to be before the pandemic. It was trashed in two. It was. It was not. We were just so distracted and so able to just escape from the reality of situations that we, that's why we felt like, oh, it's not that bad. And now that we have all this, it's right in our face. We got to look at it. We literally have to look at it. So just again, putting that out there, I'm big component. There is no normal, was never a normal. Like I said, um, two thirds of our country's population was a paycheck away from being homeless. What was normal? Like if that's normal, I don't want that, Right. And I think this is a perfect time, a perfect time to keep challenging our government, challenging our states, challenging X, Y, and Z for actual change. And I see it happening. I see people doing it and I'm loving it because at this point, and to close it out, I'm saying it again, normal doesn't exist. And anything we had to deal with prior, do you really want to go back to that? Once again, y'all, my name is Shannon Tyler Jacobs, host of As I Was Saying Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this episode. It was one of my rants. I think I might make that a thing, like have episodes be rants. Feel free to come back, listen to other episodes. Please subscribe, leave a comment. I love seeing people's comments. I love knowing people are subscribing to the channel and looking forward to y'all coming back to listen next week. Bye-bye.